Welcome, welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. We're here, bright and early. It's chilly out. It is a little cold. It is a little, a little cold. cold but it's a good day. I'm it's super good. excited. We're excited. My name's Kyle Nelson. We got my co-host here, Mr. Eli Libby. We've got an awesome, awesome guest today. We're really yep. excited to chat with. Um, but beforehand, we want to give a shout out yes, to absolutely. who energizes us every I'm single podcast. I'm, uh, yeah, I need a little splash. <laughs> it's good stuff. Know, yeah. Altitude Everything Latte. You got your CBD in there. Make you feel good. Some turmeric, Crack, lion's mane, rishi, some chaga, oh. oat milk, cold brew. It's mm-hmm. amazing. If you have not tried it, go to altitudebev.com and get yourself Ooh. a case of them. Yes. You are going to be Fired stoked up. like we are every single podcast. So before we uh, run with the episode, we first want to roll that intro. That's perfect. That was awesome. And then you want to do this rose one since so we'll have it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, Okay, ready. What's going on? Welcome to the Biz Pros Podcast. My name's Kyle Nelson. I've got my great co-host and good friend here, Mr. Eli Lynch. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. It's such a good episode, man. Absolutely. Really excited for this episode. We've got a great yep. episode. Absolutely. Number two, clear, simple Why? images. Amazon summer. The first thing that I'm following about in this article is really looking for that initial question. You need to be thinking about product photography and video production. All right, let's kick it off. Today, we have Sean Doyle, principal at Fitz Martin Inc., a leading consultancy focused on sales, marketing, and management, sales, and marketing technology services and revenue operations. Sean and his team at Fitz Martin are focused on long-term value creation through a sales-first scientific approach to driving revenue. Sounds good. Over a 25-plus year career and more than 5,000 client engagements, Sean has amassed unmatched expertise in helping B2B companies sell more to their most profitable customers. Sean, right. welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. We are excited to have you. I'm pumped to be here. I'm a little worried about that phrase, unmatched. That's kind of uh, cocky. Hey, uh, you know. I don't know. We got it from you, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Might mean that I'm so bad, nobody can be, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is awesome. I'm a little ticked, though. You guys did not send me a drink. So I'm not stoked. You know, home. we had so many guests say I that. Know. I know, <laughs> I know. We got to just get them out the out the door. Come on, man! Company, yeah. show you running here. I know, I know. Gosh. Good well, thanks for being here, Sean. We're excited for the show. Uh, we feel some good energy. So let's uh, let's get rolling. Um, before we jump into that topic, which um, the topic today, everybody, is tools to break through barriers. We've mm. got some exciting things to talk about. Before that, though, Sean, tell us a little bit more about you your background and kind of where you got to where you are today. Oh man, that's the most boring thing for a listener ever. So yeah, I I guess some, uh, some credibility. I've, I, I'm old, as you mentioned, (laughs) you just said it in a nicer way. Uh, I've, I've made all the mistakes you could make. We, we just love working with executives. And as I've gotten older, one thing I've seen is this pattern of barriers and companies at various sizes hit these natural barriers. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've learned how to codify that, understand where that is. And then our focus is in sales and marketing and help people figure out how to break through those barriers. Mm-hmm. And your audience would face that, right? You're, you're, whether it's a Absolutely. smaller company, a startup, a founding partner who's just frustrated, usually frustrations exhibit themselves mm-hmm. uh, like revenue barriers, right? Like, why can't we get those 25 customers 
that mm. we know we could serve really well. And gosh, mm. we could, we'd be killing mm. it. We'd hit all of our goals, but we just can't seem to get through. And, and that's what we love doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I think for the audience, can you define natural barriers just a little bit more? A couple other examples. Sure. Uh, and I think that might be a good, good segue into where we're going. Sure. You know, uh, I mean, a barrier could come in different ways. So there, there's uh, about 80% of all the businesses in America are small businesses, and that's defined by one person, right? So only about 6 million of those break through the barrier uh, of that one person shop into beginning a 10 FTE kind of shop. Only a, a, about a million businesses in America have gotten over that hump. And the next barrier is about a 25 FTE business. And then from there, you're really in the elite if you're over 50 FTEs. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a highly uh, rare thing to get that size. Yeah. So most of the businesses that we work with are in that emerging middle market space mm. where um, different uh, barriers come in the forms of leadership. The way you leader, the way you leader, what's that? That doesn't make sense. The way you lead, uh, the infrastructure in the business, the business focus changes, and of course, sales and marketing has to change. So you can imagine this in its simplest form yep. when you start one person, one man band, right? You're doing everything. Right. And then complexity grows, leadership changes, and the systems around you have to change. Yep. So in a sales and marketing sense, you, you might, you might not have, uh, but one or two, uh, salespeople. And then most businesses that are rapidly growing into that emerging space have sales, yeah. but they've never leveraged marketing in a way because they don't know how to, right? Most yeah. business leaders don't get trained and be school like the lever of marketing. So it's this powerful yeah. lever that's often disrespected, but it can come up into <clears throat> into uh really be meaningful right so right. it can be a, a business tool that's that's powerful so think about it this way Have you ever met a business that hired somebody who was untrained unskilled and they didn't think much about to run their accounting um right yep. but how many times do people hire a marketing person 100 percent, man that's so, so true it's not respected you're right it's not so respected there's so much money to be made it's incredible how much money you can make by using marketing properly so those are the barriers that we're that we're gonna i'm gonna help so i, I think today what i want to share is like this idea of tom brady rocky balboa mm -hmm. okay. and ibm okay they're all different forms of testimonials and testimonials can be this incredible tool you got well you guys do this right kyle i keep wanting to say ellie i don't know why where yeah. are you getting that from? That it's Eli. I got the whole my whole growing up. I mean, I'm going another ten minutes. Oh, growing up. Kyle and Eli, you guys are experts at recording stories and recording uh, testimonials. I would think is something that's very common for y'all to do. Um, well, what I want to do is equip your listeners to give you better direction and understand what their needs are better. Because a testimonial is not just a testimonial. Saying mm -hmm. I need a testimonial is correct, but it, it's not sufficient to know what you really need right. because of the buyer. So let's let's wind back up. Yeah. Consumer decision journey. Common phrase. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. That's so it. <laughs> it's the idea of what, right? There's people take steps right. as they go through a buying process. Yep. So understanding that, then you should understand your testimonials have to meet needs that mm. are different because the buyer's at a different spot in the journey. 
So understanding that the needs are different of the buyer, which is the consumer decision journey, yep. then we need to write different and produce different testimonials to support sales and marketing mm. to raise the efficacy of those testimonials. Make sense totally. so far? Absolutely. We're on. Yep. We're, yep. Totally Wonky. get it. Nobody's driven off the road yet. Bored. No. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Tom Brady. Yeah. Has, Tom, has anybody seen Tom. Subway ads? Yeah. Subway ads. I've seen the Steph Curry one on on a on a football game I was watching. I, I haven't seen go Tommy Niners. B's yet though. Let's I, go seen, I call him Tommy B myself. Tommy well, Tom Brady, Brady's Tom, doing Tommy the B. new uh, the new Hertz commercials with with Tesla. He's hot. He's doing he's doing that. He's doing Subway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's all right. He's all right. Tommy B. Jimmy G is a little bit better. <laughs> Jimmy G. It's, it's 49er quarterback, Kyle. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, well, I didn't. We're not talking about football. We're talking about advertising. So, so why would Seth Curry and Tom Brady be? Why are they experts in food? Why would no, Subway no. use them? Yeah, absolutely. Not. They have a lot of reach. That's for sure. And they have a lot yeah. of. Ability. No matter what they say, right. it's going to be right. So. Yep. Right. So early, the early stage in the consumer decision journey, what you need from a testimonial is to get a listener, a viewer, a reader to stop hmm. and interrupt and go, what, what's going on there, right? What's, what, why is Tom Brady on a subway at it? Because yeah, yeah. I know subway, right? Mm -hmm. I don't need to know that subway exists. What right. I need to do, what Subway has to do, and what the testimonial has to do, this is really critical. What the testimonial has to do is force me to reevaluate what Subway's doing. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. And Absolutely. they're they're calling it a refresh. Mm -hmm. So forced reevaluation. So I want your listeners to go, gosh, I've I've asked for testimonials from my sales and marketing team a million times, but I've never asked anybody to say, give me a testimonial that forces reevaluation. There's way too much weight put on, hey, do you know something exists? Do you know BizBros exists? Mm -hmm. Do you know Subway exists? Yeah. That's not nearly as important as me, right? Yeah. Number one rule in economics is me. So why does it matter to me that Subway is around? Because I Subway, I don't know how y'all feel about Subway. I grew up in the Northeast. I love a good sub, but they weren't made at Subway. New? Yeah. <laughs> you go to the local deli. Yeah, exactly. Right. So- yeah. Subway has to be re has to, has to force me to reevaluate it as a brand, and I'll go try it again. They've promised me yeah. through those ads, I'll try it again. Right. So that's the first step. Like that's an early use of a testimonial, which is very different than the why, right? So yeah. the second part of the why, the second part of the testimonial is this need for a a, a hero that we all have. Right. Maybe some people think the the 49ers quarterbacks, the hero, Absolutely. not Brady. I don't know. <laughs> um, the, the, the idea of, of a hero, um, you know, somebody, and you, you talked about reach and, 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 and access. So that's great. But most of us can't afford Tom Brady or Seth Curry. Mm -hmm. So the, the world of social media, and this is often talk about disrespected in business, um, I once had a, a business leader who now is a member of Congress. Uh, I once had a, uh, I recommended in his business role, said, you know, we should look at social media and the use of it. And he said, nah, that's just a, that's just a bunch of moms talking about changing their baby's diapers. <laughs> wow. Well, sort of, maybe, yep. Yep. you know, 
but like there's micro influencers, right? So yeah. that would be a, a great example of a narrow reach and a micro influencer could be somebody that's horizontally or vertically aligned. So horizontally, just reaching a geography that matters to you. Yeah. But what about vertically aligned? What about somebody who can uh, be a hero and, and fill that need in our heart to like, oh, I trust that person. Yeah. Um, and now, now what I'm talking about here is a, is a psychological behavioral science tool called social liberation. So mm -hmm. if I see this hero, I'm looking at this person and I'm socially liberated to know that Ellie, I'm just going to have fun and call you Ellie. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah. Perfect. All right. I so, love it. Yeah, great. So if I know that Eli uses a, a Canon Mark V and I, and I respect what he uses and shoots with, then I'm liberated um, mm. to, to look at that, to explore yep. that. That's a very micro example of social liberation. Mm -hmm. Um, so that middle testimonial spot, I, most of the businesses I work with, uh, in the, don't have an unlimited budget. So they've got to reach out very specifically to very targeted groups of people. Exactly. So in that case, I want my testimonial to be just as narrow. Mm -hmm. If I'm selling legal services to other chief lit counsel or other CEOs, then I want to find a CEO that mm. can socially liberate another CEO who's using some other law firm that, that isn't as good, right? I want that testimonial to say, I trust XYZ law firm with my work. Now that, that mm. has made that CEO a hero, right? That's a socially liberating testimonial. If that CEO buys those services from that other company, maybe I should. I need to think right. about this, right? Yeah. So that's the function of that middle of the funnel testimonial. Makes sense so far? I mean, so now Absolutely. we got two types of testimonials. Yep. Have you ever had a client say, I want an early stage testimonial or a middle of the funnel testimonial? I know you haven't. Come on. Yeah, no, they don't. They don't just, no. You have to present that to them. Not ask yeah, them. you got to do it. Exactly. And this is how it'll work. This is, this is part of why when people... Uh, are frustrated with marketing. They've spent money in the past. It didn't work. Well, right. part of what happened is they didn't have somebody who had thought through the purpose of sales and marketing, which is to change behavior. Right. That's what our company does. We're very rooted in the science of behavioral change. Therefore, mm -hmm. we can make the work we do very effective. So, okay, this is all good stuff. Let's talk about, um, the, you know, so that hero, um, thing it was good. It's middle of the funnel. We need that social liberation. The end of the sales cycle, right before someone's going to write a check, hand the cash over, there's a relationship going on. That closing moment, that's a different, there's yet another type of social liberation uh, that's needed. And this is a, a moment of safety, right? right? So, uh, and the, the, the hero um, in the middle of the funnel is great, but now I need to know safety. So I need to see a testimonial that gives me an idea. If I change this behavior, if I buy from BizBros, what's going to happen? What happens when I say go? Am I at risk of looking stupid in front of the rest of the executive team for hiring mm -hmm. the wrong people? So I need to create, you need to create safety for me. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now that, a safety testimonial would be absolutely insignificant early stage. Yep. Right. Totally. I don't even know if I should, I don't even know if Subway is relevant to me. Mm -hmm. Middle right. of the funnel. 
I don't know if, if there's a hero. I don't see, I don't see somebody else like me making this purchase. So the end of the funnel, then give me a a testimonial that gives me a look forward, help Mm -hmm. me understand that. So people, the buyers, all buyers at this stage are going to look back and forward in time and the behavioral science, we use this cognitive marketing model. uh, It tells us that 80% of your buyers are going to look back at their old behavior and some are just going to say, just not going to change. We're not going to buy the new product, not going to buy the new service. They're also going to look forward. Most testimonials only look backward. They don't help me look forward. So that's the third flaw. So if you are hitting these sales and marketing barriers, if you'll look at Tom Brady, if you'll look at Rocky Balboa, the hero, Tom Brady, the forced reevaluation, Rocky Balboa, the hero, and then... What's the last one I described was IBM. Nobody ever got fired for hiring IBM, right? Yep. right. So those are the three models that you can look at. Okay, I feel like I've gone on a rant. No, so I'll be quiet oh, and just let me have the microphone. Yeah, yeah, a, uh, point for us. Uh, so what's a good example of a forward-thinking testimonial? What words oh, yeah. people mm-hmm. mention and say to get people in that mindset? Yeah, oh gosh. Uh, you know, I, I've used... Um, six foot five productions and uh, they've helped me with my video production for 15 years. Hmm. Biz bros approached me with their expertise around um, these testimonials and it was scary. But when I made the choice, they always treated my clients. Well, they Hmm. gave me the work I needed. It was always on time. Their producer was incredible. Everything was organized. Yeah. Uh, The audio quality, they, they assuaged all my fears and the, all their promises were lived up to. They did what they said they were going to do, right? That's a forward-looking right. testimonial. Mm-hmm. So I'm sharing my story of what happened to me, Yeah, but it's forward-looking and I'm trying to help you see what's going to happen mm-hmm. next. If we were to play into the Subway um, talk that we're having, is were the old commercials that they had run with with Jared? Jared, old Jared. I don't know. He was again. aspiring to my family back in the nineties. I'm just saying. <laughs> if it's true or not, if yes, he did eat Subway all the time, is that an example of a forward thinking testimonial saying that he lost this much weight from eating at Subway? And now you, you can, can do too, it as well. Yeah. yeah, that's a great example. So it it would not fit the testimonial. Uh, so another another. Let me answer the first question: Is it is it, was Jared a hero? Was he a Tom Brady? Um, he didn't have the reach oh, that right. you mentioned no, uh, at the beginning of the show, yeah. but he had accessibility, right? So I could see the before and after, and that it was a testimonial of change. So yeah. in that sense, he didn't serve that, should I force reevaluation? What served as the hero in that shot, in that, in that ad, was the before and after photograph. Totally. We didn't even have to know Jared. Yeah. In fact, Jared. looking back... A lot of people wish they didn't, right? So it's just the picture of before and after. That's the hero in that shot. And that's an incredibly effective technique. Now, how do you do that in video? Easy peasy. How do you do that in writing? You use use metrics, you use numbers, you you know. So yeah, that's a good question. Um, um, From a lot of people, they, they, you know, it's hard for people to ask for testimonies. It's hard for people to ask, you know, they, they, they're in this position of, well, you know, yep. you, you've done your part, you paid me, I'm providing my service. A lot of people have that, that problem of getting over that barrier. What are your kind of recommendations? Yeah. On? Yeah. I think that's a brilliant question. Um, so the, the behavioral science that we ground, ground ourselves in and make our recommendations from 
teaches us about customer advocacy. Mm -hmm. And the way you measure a customer advocate is when somebody volunteers without you asking mm -hmm. to tell somebody else about your show, about your product, mm -hmm. about your service, right? So that's the best form of advocacy. So is it okay to ask? Um, there is a time-honored history of um, sales training that says, go ask your best customer and because, you know, they're like friends and, and mm -hmm. that is going to be. So that has taught us a pattern of right. when you're asked for referrals or testimonials, same thing. Then really what that is, is the salesperson's manipulating your relationship sure. to mm -hmm. get what they want. Yep. So the key to the answer of your question is if somebody is an advocate, if you know they're speaking out on your behalf, if you've gotten a recommendation or a referral, <laughs> then that's the person you ask for the testimonial. Uh, if you can in any other way, make sure that you're not leveraging that person's personal relationship for business use, right? No. You've got to separate the two. Definitely. Bad sales training says leverage personal relationship. Bad sales training says go play a lot of golf and take Kyle to dinner a lot. And then he's going to have this obligation to buy from me. Mm. Right. That's bad sales thing. Right. Now, if I like Kyle mm -hmm. and I want to take him to dinner, that's great. Go to dinner with Kyle. That's fine. Yep. Um, but if I'm taking him to dinner so that he will buy from me, Oh, that stinks. That's miserable. Right. That's, yeah. It feels kind of fake. Well, it is fake. That's why it feels fake. <laughs> it is, but we're taught to do that. So <laughs> testimonials would be the same thing. You know, if, if it's a, if, if the hesitancy, I, a million years ago, my dad took me to uh, the Annapolis sailing school. And uh, one of the things I remember learning out on the Severn river was the instructor um, saying, you know, the sail was up and there's this thing called reefing a sail. So when the wind comes and it's really heavy, yeah. you, you make your sail smaller, you reef it, you, you, mm. you crunch it down. So it doesn't have as much surface area and right. the wind doesn't knock over the boat. And the instructor said, if you ask yourself, if it's time to make your sail smaller, that is the answer. Mm. Right. So, I'd apply that to this testimonial thing. If I'm hesitant to ask um, Kyle to do a testimonial for my business, that's the answer. Yeah. Don't do it. Exactly. Um, but there's exactly. people you're going to want to do this for, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. do that. If someone's, you know, their <clears throat> feedback in the email is like being a cheerleader for you, they're probably a good choice to say, hey, you know what? Can you get that on camera for us? Just grab your phone. Yeah. Up, just do that or write a review yeah. for us. Hundred um, percent. Mm -hmm. We 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 we're pretty. I wouldn't say we're aggressive with asking for reviews, but if we feel like it's a good one, we definitely ask. And and more than not, people are more than happy to. They're just like, I would yep. love to. Yeah, just let me know where. You know, yep. you know I, I ask y'all. So at a consumer level, the business to I spend a lot of time in business to business, but mm -hmm. at the business to consumer level, you know, the reviews, the Yelp reviews, a million forms of reviews, whether it's in VRBO review or sure. whatever. Um, you know, do people trust those still? I think, I think it depends on the platform. I think Google hundred percent. I think people very highly trust Google. I think Facebook and a few others are kind of meh because so many people know that you can just go in there and blow someone up just because of a bad experience. But I would say Google is pretty trustworthy. I think Google is, I think, um, right? Trust. Uh, yeah, trustworthy or something like that. I, I think Amazon actually is relatively trustworthy now. Yeah. Um, they've, They've limited their, um, uh, you can't just give somebody a product and ask for a review. It has to be a verified purchase now. Um, and Amazon, like I, I, I do trust their reviews. Mm -hmm. um, I do too. What I don't trust, I don't trust um, 
third-party websites. So if it's if, if it's their own website, uh, for example, like I don't know. Um, if you go to a D2C website, if you go to a direct-to-consumer website, yeah. th- that is inputted from the back end, yeah. and you have to you have to manually input those. Yeah. Um, and they have to be approved. Unless they have so, the plugins that pull reviews and, and the automated, that's that builds more trust. Though. Exactly. But if 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 Kyle buys this microphone setup from my website, he reviews it poorly, and he submits it. 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 it goes through a review process on my end, and I could say, you know what, he gave us a three out of five stars. I don't want to show that. D- disapprove. So I don't. Right. I don't approve that. Or I don't think those are trustworthy. Yeah, that's so interesting. I, I, when I buy something on Amazon, I've also gotten to the point where if there's not, you know, like 500 or 1,000 reviews, yeah, yeah. I don't trust them. <laughs> I agree. That's a great. That's what we preach yeah. all day long. It's yeah. like, so it's volume. But those are not, those are, and those are user initiated, right? Mm-hmm. And they're a verified purchase. I think that that's Absolutely. brilliant. Um, yep. And that's a, that's going to be part of our lives moving forward. Just, it just will be, um, even anyway. So I, you know, this, this idea of barriers, um, you know, sales and marketing is, um, a lot of executives, a lot of mm-hmm. founders are great salespeople. So their bias is towards mm-hmm. sales. They've run into to marketers who are, I don't know, schmucks. Is that too strong a word? No. They're just, they're artsy. They're, they're people who, um, you know, they're quote creative and they don't have a basis for their, for their recommendations. They don't have a foundation other than they like something or the way something feels or whatever, just an opinion. So I, I mean, our goal, uh, and Fitzmartin, the way we work is if we give you advice, we're going to give it to you in this cognitive marketing model. Now, is this model just something that I, some marketing schmuck came up with. No, it's the transtheoretical model of behavioral change by Prochotka, Norcross, and DiClemente applied to marketing and sales. Uh, and that gives me a basis where I know our recommendations are, are valid. And by understanding the science of behavioral change, it gives me the ability to say, not only should you, will testimonials help you get through the breakthrough, and that's usually where the advice stops. But you need three types of testimonials. And that's and the reason I chose that as the subject of how to break through barriers mm-hmm. really effectively is that's one of the most common and most powerful tools, just like we're talking about on Amazon. That's a testimonial. The, the five right. stars is a testimonial. Totally so, but if you use them correctly, in essence, let me, Kyle, Eli, when you see the five stars on Amazon or the four and a half, mm-hmm. what's that actually tell you? Is that a, is that a, awareness is that a looking forward is that a hero what is it oh um, mm. um i would say it's a looking forward i yeah, agree i'd agree yep that's his looking forward i've got answer. safety right because yeah amazon's brilliant i can send anything back but i don't want to go to the post office and no. yep box exactly. it up again <laughs> totally. you know exactly. if it's cheap enough i'll just throw it away so if yeah. i get four and a half stars i'll just trust it right Exactly. You know, before we wrap it up, I, I do have a question and it's kind of laying kind of how we started the conversation. Mm-hmm. You were talking about um, companies that were, you know, 10 full-time employees, 25 full-time employees. What do, what do you find that the barrier that typically companies mm-hmm. are seeing that they're plateauing to get from 10 to 25? Because mm-hmm. I know 50 plus, that is, that's, that's a rarity in most, most cities, but that range yeah. right you do see a lot floating around 10 and they have that potential to break through to 25, but there's something going on. What is that usually I, that, you, uh, that you see that you see? 
Yeah, and I don't think you're I don't think you're setting me up um, because I and I, we didn't talk about this before, but I bet we're going to agree. Yeah, I think it comes down to leadership and uh, the a signal a trait of uh, that company up to ten people uh, is that it's owner focused and yep. uh, you can an owner can see the business that surrounds it as here's the people that support what I do. And maybe I I delegate things out. Um, Some of the tasks, the lower level tasks, the next level up roles, leadership teams are in place, delegations in place, not just delegation to do the grunt work that you don't want to do, but delegation to make decisions. Right. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's that, that, I think that's the barrier. And then within that, focused on sales and marketing, usually uh, when you break over that barrier past that 10 people, uh, that's about when you hire your first full-time marketing person. In the past, it's been uh, you know a friend or a family or yeah. you, know, you go to church with a, a buddy who owns an agency or whatever, um, or an art director. Mm-hmm. And that's been fine because the revenue was generated in the smaller business by the personality of the owner by the connections of the owner, but those barriers can't allow the business to grow past that. So that's when that delegation has to happen. True delegation and roles. Delegation. Mm. Yeah. That's cool. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. Phenomenal. Well, as we wrap this up, uh, Sean, we would like to ask our, um, our, our guests, if there's one thing that you're hoping that our uh, listeners are really taking away from, from this episode, what, what is that? There is a smart way to do marketing. It's one of the ways, one of the reasons you should think about marketing is because you haven't. My goal today is to force you to reevaluate. I'm Mm -hmm. no Tom Brady, but I want you to reevaluate whether marketing has been properly levered. If you've taken it as seriously as you take your accounting, as you take your supply Mm -hmm. chain, as you take whatever your manufacturing is or whatever your services are, do you take your marketing function as seriously as those other functions? 90% of the people can't say yes to that. And then beyond that, what you've got to ask when you hire help is if they have a system of belief, a philosophy of sales, I don't want to hire a marketer Mm. who's great at marketing. I want to hire a marketer that's great at sales because marketing should support sales that's its function. If something doesn't get sold, then nothing else really matters. I agree. Boom. That's, that's really, right there. It's phenomenal. It's huge. Well, Sean, hey. thank you so much. Yes. Where can people find you? And uh, if they want to get in contact to work with you or just kind of follow your journey, where would that be? Uh, well, a couple of different ways, uh, please. You can find me on Twitter or, or uh, Facebook, fitzmartin.com, F-I-T-Z-M-A-R-T-I-N.com. And there's a uh, slash free help page there. And you can get this framework I've referenced, the science, you're allowed to do that. Um, I was recently published by um, a, a company out of uh, Rock Bench Publishing out of Nashville. So there's a book online right. and on Amazon. I think it's got four and a half stars. Uh, so it's safe. Uh, you're welcome to buy the book and uh, I'm not going to get rich on the commissions. But um, in fact, if you email me, uh, Kyle and Ellie, hey, there we go. stick I'm with it. it they, uh, they offered to buy a few. So um, if you uh, email me and say you were listening to Biz Bros and uh, I'll send you a book, I will not put you on my shameless marketing list. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, get the free resources. You can figure out a lot of this stuff yourself. Thank you. Yeah, I think I think. Um, 
our listeners were going to walk away with a lot of a lot of new ideas. Absolutely. But, uh, I think we definitely need to set up another podcast. I think there's a lot more we could dive into. I agree. Let's do it. I'd love it. Amazing. Awesome. Well, thanks, Sean. We'll talk soon. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Biz Bros Podcast anywhere you listen to big biz biz podcasts. Type in Biz yes, Bros, you'll go. find us, or just go to our website, bizbros.io, and you'll see our two amazing faces inviting you to listen to yep. the next Biz Bros Podcast. See you guys.